all these men are the same. Does he even all see me? Like, literally. Ever find a man? I'm friend zoned over I here, swear. but I'm supposed to be your wife. Misconception about me is to discover areas of myself without another person's influence. Being single is honestly fun. What's wrong with me? I'm thriving. My time to shine. I can't believe that I'm finally single. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. For those of you guys who are coming back, and for those of you guys who are coming, hey. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, um, this is Singles Unlocked, your godly guide to doing singlehood God's way. And if you clicked on this episode, you are probably. I don't know what you are. You might have just clicked on it because it was the next Singles Unlocked episode. You might have just clicked on it because you thought you resonated with it. Might have clicked on it because you needed deliverance, but we are in a deliverance series. Believe it or not, some hidden deliverance in there, okay? If you really take this seriously. And today, our topic is going to be lack of commitment within. Really? We learned, even through reading, that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So it's really lack of commitment across the board. But um, yeah, just lack of commitment. So this could look like lack of commitment in relationships, so cheating or maybe talking to multiple people at one time um, and two people thinking that they're your possible one, um, quickly jumping out of things as soon as things get rough um, or quickly jumping in to things and losing your commitment to the Lord. So just try to think about all those things as we're talking. And today, it's me and the awesome, amazing, God-fearing, bold, bomb.com sister, all the way from California. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to meet her. I feel like when I meet her, it's going to be like one of those moments where you just start crying just because. Um, Tatiana! Hi, guys. Amber, sis, you already know I love you, girl. You know you know I get sensitive. Don't do that. Oh my goodness. I get sensitive, too. To you and the french fries. <laughs> right. Those of you guys on the YouTube could literally see that I'm eating french fries right now. Those of you guys on the podcast, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's just start off with a definition of commitment. So um, what we have here is commitment, the state of the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. Um, another one says an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of an action. And another one says to act dishonestly or unfairly to gain advantage. Okay, so I think what was going on was, what happened with that one? That one that one was for cheating. I do apologize. Okay, I no, mean, that was cheating. For commitment. And then this one was for uh, cheating. So I do apologize. Yes. No, no, no. no. That okay. definition was not for a commitment. That was for cheating. Okay, so to round, to just get you guys back in the in the swing of things, co the definition for commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. And uh, yeah, we're just going to jump right into it. And this is not going to be a long episode because by God's grace, it's 11.25 p.m. EST where I'm at. And it's around like 8.25 p.m. where Tati's at. And this yes. might be one of those episodes that we do a part two to. Um mm -hmm. But yeah, if not, then hey, look, let the you Lord will be done regardless. Okay. 
Yeah, we're going to let the Lord's will be done regardless. And so I wanted to ask you, Tati, um, why is it important? Why is commitment important? Um, I feel like commitment is important because I feel like it gives, it separates where you are and where you want to be. And I feel like it's so important for like anything, not just relationships, but for anything like, um, you remain at a state of like, I'm going to do this. And I feel like committed commitment is like a, a strong term, but I also think about like trust, like trust within yourself, trust within like, okay, I'm going to do this because it's so easy to just kind of wiggle your way forth. But I feel like when you are committed to something, it separates where you are from where you want to be. And that's just with anything. Mm. Commitment separates you from where you are and where you want to be. And what comes to mind for me right now is how many relationships that, honestly, when I was serial dating, how many relationships I was in and out of due to lack of commitment. Like, so I wanted a real relationship that would last and go to marriage, but the lack of commitment maybe in there at some point was just like, the middle was what was keeping me, well, first of all, the will of God wasn't in none of those anyway. But that lack of commitment, I could see how that could be in the middle of a few things for people. So, guys, this is like one of those topics. We're going to take our time and dive into it. So we want to talk about commitment issues just because, again, like the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And that's James 1 and 8. First of all, if you've been in, this is your first time in this podcast, you know we're going to scripture load you to death. So literally... Write down every scripture. If you're driving, just rewatch it or it'll be in the description. If you are, if you have a friend next to you and you're doing something, but your friend isn't, ask them to write down these scriptures, please. It is singles unlocked is the vitamin. God is the full course meal. Your personal devotion with everything is the full course meal. And that's what's going to really help you get to where you want to be. So I will have things to say. Tati will have things to say, but the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you directly. And it, he, he could confirm a lot of what we're saying or your personal situation could be slightly different. And so I just want to encourage you to go deeper with God in your walk. So write these scriptures down and then, you know, see what the Lord tells you about your personal situation. Amen. So I know that's right. I know that's right. You got to keep it a buck because yes. trying to get their, their lives off screen of podcasts and, so, and I'm like bruh I've been there and I'm like D- yeah listen to one podcast Christian podcast to say one thing you go listen to another one to say the opposite now you're confused did you hear yeah. God or not and so I don't want any of the listeners here to ever feel um like this is the end all be all I I yeah. want when you come here if you don't get nothing else read your yeah. bible okay yes <laughs> yes amen. amen amen so why is a commitment issue an issue? And the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that it displays a lack of faith. So anytime I've ever had a commitment issue, I don't think I realized that it, no, nah, let's just be real. Anytime I had a commitment issue, I'm really sitting back, thank you, Holy Spirit, and thinking about it. I didn't trust that person. And that shows me that I had a lot of trust in a person and their actions. When we're, we're, the Bible tells us to watch people's fruit. We're only able to watch the fruit. You know what I mean? So yes. in that case, you're not really going to know the action until after it happens. 
you know what I mean? Um, again, like we're supposed to be staying in tune with the Holy Spirit, but you're not going to know the action until you don't know what the fruit is until you see the fruit. So yes. in the middle of that, I think it's really, really, really important to understand the bigger issue here with, with commitment issues all the way in general, even outside of relationship. The issue yes. here, what the enemy's trick is, hold on a second. What the enemy's trick is, what he's trying to do is really take you out of, take you out of faith because you're not supposed to have your faith in people. We're supposed to have our faith in God. And so what happens is we're having our faith in people and, and their fruit and different things like that. We have these expectations and put really they're unrealistic or they're really realistic and a person makes a mistake. And so it starts to target our faith, especially for people who have hope in a person or a situation. And yeah, it just, it displayed. So the, 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 I'm not even going to call it an art. I kind of want to call it an art, but the idea of going into something and then like not being able to say, okay, I'm going to stand firm and I want this, um, or I don't know yet, um, that taking it into your own control and kind of trying to do things on your own, it displays like this lack of faith. And so I have two scriptures here. And one of them is Second Timothy 4 and 7. I have fought the good fight and I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And so this right here, by virtue of the Holy Spirit, is letting us know that finishing races is something, finishing, God is a God that starts and finishes things. So wherever there is a lack of commitment, it is very, very, very clear. It's a clear indication that it's a dub, whether it's on your end or the other person's end or just in general, let's say like your God gave you a project and there's no commitment that goes with it. There's an error. Uh, yeah, there's an error. And then the last part of the scripture says, I have kept the faith. And so yes. the opposite of what's going on here is a person who finishes the race is a person who has kept the faith versus a person who hasn't finished the race. The Bible is telling us here that 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 would be the opposite. Like you, it had not, it wasn't a person, it was a person who didn't keep the faith. Yes. So I just want to make that very, 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 very clear. And it doesn't really yeah. matter. I don't want to get into like what could happen in between because it could be different for everybody. But I just want to make it clear that God designed a person to finish a particular race, whether it was in whatever capacity. And if there's like a a not finishing of that race, then it, there's a lack of faith there. Mm -hmm. um, and the second scripture that I have is Psalms 35, um, Psalms 37, verse five. Commit your way to the Lord, trust him, and he will act. And so another act of faith, this is something that I learned recently. Like when I say recently, the Lord gave me this picture recently and I'm like clinging to it. Um, when I have had commitment issues, they were literally because I wasn't committing my ways to the Lord. I a hundred percent wasn't committing my ways to the Lord. And I had no idea what the heck I was like. I just, I was just, I was really doing my own thing. I wasn't committing myself to the Lord. And we kind of talked about this with the scripture before. Um, hold on one second. We kind of talked about this with the scripture before, but in, in the way where you are, you're just in the way you're in the way I was in the way, just thinking that the wisdom that God gave us, that we don't have to take it back to him and say, Hey dad, I did this in last season. 
I'm not quite sure what to do in this season. I'm really confused. Should I leave? Should I stay? Should I go? This one, that one, I don't know. That trying to figure it out is that whole process could totally be avoided. As a matter of fact, God would really prefer us just take the wisdom that he's given us, put it back at his feet and continue to be in that posture. So each and every time he gives us a blessing, each and every time he gives us wisdom to continue to submit it back to him, even if he tells you to do the same thing as before, that submission posture and that humility will really, really, really be helpful. What do you think, Tati? I love that. Are we still on? I know I had froze for a little bit. We're still on Psalms 37.5, commit uh-huh. your ways to the Lord. Um, I, I agree because I feel like that is exactly, I'm not going to speak for nobody else but myself. I feel like, especially like if God tells you to do something and it's like, oh, okay, I've done this before. You still need to check in with him because this situation may be different. Like I, I, we go back to Jeremiah 29 and 11. I know the plans I have for you. So I always think of it as like a roadmap of like, I don't know what is going to happen tomorrow, but God does. So that's why it's important. Even if he's telling us, or this sounds familiar, or the situation is familiar, we can still turn it back and be like, okay, God, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to need to trust you. I'm going to need to go to you and just kind of submit these plans and figure out like, what it is that you want me to do. And I feel like that's part of being committed. That's part of uh, uh, staying in the race and staying in what we need to be doing. You get what I mean? Because it's either we do that or what's the alternative? No, that's awesome. I love how you said that. So I just realized, and I know this might be a blonde moment and some of y'all spiritual people probably caught it before I did, but commit your ways to the Lord. That is commitment right there. (laughs) That whole process in itself, like the Lord is in that space letting us know how important commitment is to him. Like, yes. Yeah. And so it goes back to that error. And when I say error, I mean spiritually. And anything that's birthed in the spiritual tries to manifest in the natural. We all know this. Um, But everything can be cleaned by the blood of Jesus, deliverance, and discipline. Okay? Yes. But yes, that, I just realized that. I'm looking at the scripture again. Commit your ways to the Lord. God desires commitment. Mm -hmm. God desires commitment. And so if that's how he wants our relationship to look like with him, That is the type of love and relationship that he wants us to have with others. And so that leads us into our other point, which is lack of commitment isn't love. And it's just not because God just, he doesn't, he doesn't have a lack of commitment for us. The Bible talks about him chasing, leaving the 99 for the one going back to get, that's how pursuit, that's how committed he was so committed that he said, I'm going to die on a maybe. Like this person may or may not get saved. Yes. Um, But just in case they want the opportunity, I'm going to, I'm going to die on an invitation and I'm going to hope that they take that invitation. Not even hope. He knows who's going to do what and this is that and a third, but I'm going to pursue them in different ways. Um, So lack of commitment isn't love. It just isn't. It's lack of commitment. Mm -hmm. Um, and the scripture I have here is 1 John 3 and 11. And it reads, For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. And we already know that lack of commitment isn't love. It's lack of commitment. And the scripture I had after that 
was 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. This is what love is. Some of some people knew the scripture off rip, and so they're in their seats like, <laughs> um, yeah, so love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It doesn't dishonor other, others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices in truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love never fails. Hey, but yes. lack of commitment shows that failure, that stop, that I don't, I'm good. Um, but where there are prophecies they will cease and when there are tongues they be stilled and when there is knowledge it'll all pass away so that is literally the lord is just letting us know what love is and this is also letting us know if we know what love is we know what commitment isn't i mean lack of commitment isn't so like or Mm -hmm. is or y'all get the whole point like there's a contrast here so i'm trying to think about when i had a lack of commitment was i patient no. Ooh, see, that first one gets me every time. Yeah, I wasn't patient. I think I could definitely remember saying, like, you know what? Either two things. Either I don't have time for this or I just want to see what else is out there. If I can just be 100% honest. And I know my brothers are probably sitting on the other side of this like, yeah, sis, I totally get it. No shade, no tea to the male race. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, so, like, there's a lack of patience there. Love is kind. I remember being on the other side of lack of commitment, and that it was just not kind. It was not kind being left for somebody else or being whatever, cheated on or or just the person just dipping because of of an imperfection of mine or something like that or something I was growing through. It wasn't kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor others. Lack of commitment in terms of relationships. Tati, do you have anything to say? Because I'm sitting here. I could go on and on and on about this one. I'm really trying not to because. And it's just sizzling in my spirit. Just right. Okay. Because I'm going back to just like situations that I've been in where I dishonored others. Where I was self-seeking. Where I uh, was very easily angered. The Bible doesn't say very, but I will put very in there because I was very easily angered. Um, and, and I and I definitely kept a record of wrong. Okay, don't do no wrong around me because I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know how you did it. And you could not tell me anything about myself. And as a result, how we talked about with fruit, I seen the fruit of that. I seen the fruit of being angry and having a lack of commitment. That, yeah. Like it just... Gosh, go ahead, Em, because girl, you you just, it's sizzling in my spirit just right. And God convicted me about this numerous times. If I'm being honest, I was convicted about lack of commitment isn't love just today, just in doing the study. I literally cried right before this and was like, okay, God, like if I really want what you want for me, I have to be committed enough to stay, not be easily angered, to be patient to be kind, to not boast, to not be envious when I feel like I want to do that. It's tempting. And that's where the devil gets us because it's so tempting. Like I I keep having that sandwich illustration of this is where I am. This is where God wants me to be. 
and we got to make a decision if are we going to be patient or be impatient and it's it's easy because the devil gonna say he gonna come in and slither himself right in and it's he's gonna leave an opportunity for me to not be patient to not be kind and then for me as a result to drop the ball and not be committed Mm. it's like i said i literally cried right before this like if i'm being transparent because god showed me just with that point lack of commitment is isn't love god didn't say when he sent jesus christ on the cross he didn't say oh well maybe he'll get up maybe he'll do this everything that jesus did was strategic Every battle that he went and faced with other people was strategic. When he went to that cross, it was strategic. What was the scripture that said, uh, Father, if, um, if it's your will, if it's not your will, take this cup from me. He didn't want to do it, but he still did it. Off of a maybe. That's what I wrote, that's what I wrote down to. Amber moved off of a maybe. I would never move off of a maybe. And I'm just being honest. Like, And God is working on me. Like, You mean to tell me that I'm going to do all this and you may? do this for me it's still a possibility mm. that you won't care oh no you can have that it, but god is working on my heart i'm not like i said uh, god has really dealt with me just in doing this study just today about lack of commitment isn't love god loved us so much that he sacrificed so much and i know it sounds so stereotypical when we say it but think about just sacrificing for others you get what I mean? Like how lack, how we literally, like we almost got, okay. So at my old job, we used to have a change drawer, right? And it had be donations. And people would literally, when we ask, oh, would you like to donate to this cause? Would you like to donate to that cause? And some people would be like, oh, I need you to donate to me. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, where is this like, <sighs> Where, where is this love and compassion that we're supposed to have for one another? But we find ourselves being self-seeking. We found ourselves being proud. We find ourselves dishonoring others. And it's just, God, that point, Amber, that sizzled in my spirit just the right way. Even when you were reading the word about the lack of commitment, not being love. And that I don't think that we look at that all the time, even just with the simple stuff. You get what I mean? It just, oh, like I, I can cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. But it's Aww. it's so crazy how God literally convicted me about this just today, just in the car. Oh, you said you was going to do better with this. You about to go here? No. You you made a plan to do this. And you said you was going to go here? No, I need you to go there. I literally was about to go through the drive through and turn around and went my behind to Albertson. Because God said <laughs> you had a plan and you didn't commit just today and it's so graceful how he does that it's so graceful how god literally will come and and tap you on the shoulder and let you know about yourself and he doesn't have to do it in such a hard way and i literally cried i've literally been like jesus help me with this because i'm not going to get on here and talk about it and i'm not doing it myself oh amen 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 oh my goodness I will be also, I will second what she, what Tati is saying and just say that I think commitment sometimes, it depends on what you've been through. I think commitment can be a journey. It's a journey to get to this type of love that we see right here. This is committed love. Like it takes time to get there. You know what I mean? 
I can't think of a day that I wasn't not one of these things. Like maybe not patient or not kind. Do you know what I mean? But that's what the grace and the new mercies are for. Like we have new grace, we have new mercies every single day. And so I want you guys, like as you're listening, don't feel bad. Like, you know what I mean? Let the Holy Spirit convict you, but more so like move move forward with it. Like, okay, this is knowledge. God loves me enough to have me come across this episode and wants me to work on my commitment. And since we are singles here, right, 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 right. Since we are singles here, anybody desiring marriage one day, the Lord will come for your commitment. Because he doesn't, I think truly our lives in general are a, are, everybody has at least one purpose, which is to show God's love on earth to, to others. And we we see what God's love, we see a version of it right here. This is like one dimension of his love. His love has, God has so many dimensions, but this is one dimension of it. And I think it's a daily, it's a daily thing. Um, so don't be, don't be the person that's like, oh, every single time, same mistake, you know, I can just, whatever. But, but definitely like take time and just say, okay, Lord, I didn't do that, man. Like, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. And it goes back to that, um, thing I was mentioning before about that posture, like, okay, God, thank you for this day that you've given me. Let me give it back to you. What can I do better tomorrow? Or where, or what exactly, or did I do great today? Like, what? what's your opinion on how I spent my day? Yeah. What's your opinion on how I loved this person today? Um, and so I think that that, thank you, God, for this time that you've given me um, here. Like, I don't know what you want to do. Maybe you'll say, well done. Maybe you'll say, hey, that little thing over there, maybe you'll just tell me that you love me and tell me to go to sleep. I don't know. But I do know that... Um, Christ is literally, he is so committed to us and he wants us to show that same love to others. And so if we're single and even desiring marriage, commitment is something. If you are learning about commitment, you know, it's, it's a, it's a big deal. Commitment is a big deal. And yeah, I just, this is a very, 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 very important topic. Yes. Yeah. So going into the next thing. We have lack of commitment breeds or shows the fruit of double-mindedness. And again, this goes back to God, our first purpose being like showing the love of God to others. God is not double-minded when he comes to us. He's very sure of us. As a matter of fact, he knew who we were and he knit us in the womb. He knew what our little personalities were going to be like. He he wasn't double-minded when he had every reason to be. Like people were literally stoning him and he could have just... I would have went Goku on everybody. I just would have got off the right. cross, started throwing stuff. Like, y'all just, like, honestly. Rocks back, like. I'm just saying. And this is why we needed Christ and not me. Yeah, period. Or me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, look, we got to laugh in the Lord. But that's, oh. like, the literal truth. Like, double-mindedness. He was sure. He was sure about us. And I just think that is the... Like I, I, I like that is one of the most attractive things to me about the Lord that He was uh-huh. so sure about like Amber. Yes. He is so sure about Tatiana. He's so sure about yes. Tanika. He's so sure about Lexia, Osage. Like he is so sure. Like yes. this is my daughter. There's no yes. if, ands, or buts. And so I think 
when I had commitment issues in whatever strand that was, I was definitely double-minded. I was definitely like, this person may or may not cheat on me, so let me not commit. Let me just act like he's my man, but not for real yet. Or, um, you know, uh, I'd rather just step out of this real quick because I'm starting to see some nonsense, and maybe it really wasn't nonsense. Maybe it was just, I don't know what it was. But yeah. that double-mindedness, we are really, thank you, Holy Spirit, we are really walking representations of God's love. And if somebody is getting double-mindedness from us, that can really make them think that God can change their mind about them in a split second. They make a mistake, so in a split second, hey, I don't know. The Bible says in James 1.8, and we talked about this already, but a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, in everything he thinks, feels, and decides, because we know those are all connected, thinks, feels, and decides. And so... It is not just in the relationship, it's not just in relationships that we're talking about, but it's all across the board. It's all across the board. It's all across the board. The second scripture that I have here is James 5 and 12. But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by the neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any oath, but let your yeses be yes and let your noes be noes. What you think, Tati? Period period okay like oh you know i was thinking i want to backtrack a little bit of how sure god was about us and, and it's still sure and it's so beautiful to me just humbling to me but you have you seen that um that video it's a reel that was all like is this your man's you gonna sit beside him and then it shows the man's doing something crazy i think it was dr field that said or whatever they were like she was like yes this mine and i'm gonna stick beside him I like that yes and that's exactly how god is with us it's like we can literally be out here a while and just doing stupid stuff and god is still gonna be here with us so like when you were saying that that's why i started laughing because i'm like man like that's so crazy how god literally is sticking with us and he's seeing what we're doing. You get what I mean? And everybody else is like, oh, like, you know. But I will say in regards to this scripture about letting your yes be yes and your no be no, like, that is something that I struggle with. And I had seen, and I, I want to give credit to this person, but I don't, I can't remember where I've seen it. But it was like, when you say yes, or you say no, and you go back on that even if it's just something with yourself you're dishonoring yourself so say mm. tomorrow i wake up and i say you know what at eight o'clock because i got to be at work at nine tomorrow okay so seven o'clock i'm gonna be at the gym and then i wake up and then i don't go it's not just dishonoring and not having a commitment to myself that's the problem that's when we start not to even trust ourselves because we don't even trust what we're saying is we're going to carry through with, mm. if that makes sense. So then when we go to God and we're like, okay, God, I'm trying to commit to the things of you. It's like, okay, you're not even committing to the promises that you've made just in the natural. Mm. You get what I mean? And that's where God had convicted me about, but it's not, I want to really hone on in. And like, when God really corrects you with something, it's not for you to feel bad about it. It's for you to reflect about. But it's not for you to just get down in the dumps about it and say, man, I failed again. This is the time that you get back up and stay committed. You get what I mean? Or really like, 
uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say it, but it's like a, it's a reflection. Like with your yes being yes and your no being no. And I'm guilty. I'm literally so guilty of that. And that's the time where I fall. Like, if I'm being honest, like, it's it's a hard time, but that's when God's like, I'm loving you enough to correct you to say this. I'm loving you to enough to, you know, say this to correct you, to say, you know what, let me go on and uh, correct these ways. Let me go on and really be committed. One day I'm here, one day I'm there. Like James 1 and 8 said, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And then we see the fruit of that. We see the fruit of not doing the things that we said we were going to do for God or even in the world. So I, I, it's it hurt. It hurts. I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I cried earlier today, be, excuse me, before this episode, because it hurt. And like I said, like literally I'm just driving in the car and God was like, you said you was going to do this. Why are you going here? I need you to go there. That's powerful. That's really powerful. I want, I really want, um, I think I pulled up, did I pull the scripture? Second yeah. Corinthians 7 and 10. There's a difference. So you talked about um, like basically a level of grief. Like I want to yeah. um, kind of educate everybody. Yeah. I might have to, we might have to just literally do a whole episode on this. But like yeah. when God convicts you, how you like you feel bad. This is brand new information for me, y'all. Like, brand spanking new. Like, I learned this this year. Um, There are two types of sorrows the Bible talks about. There's a godly sorrow and a worldly sorrow. Godly sorrow is something that is good. Um, Second Corinthians and worldly sorrow is terrible. But godly sorrow is Second Corinthians 7 and 10. It says, godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regrets. But worldly sorrow brings death. So when God is convicting you, you're going to feel something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if your heart is towards him and you want to please him. Um, So as you're listening to this podcast, just endure. Because I know this is a tougher episode. um, But just endure and understand that. Assess the sorrow that you're feeling. If you are feeling any sorrow. A godly sorrow is going to lead you is literally going to lead you to repentance and salvation yeah. and leaves no regret. Like, yeah. not like I did this, I did, but guess what? To God be the glory, I'm good, I'm going to do better now. And a worldly sorrow is a sorrow that is just like, brings forth like death, whether people commit suicide or spiritual death, like just, just feel so depleted, like they're just unworthy. So those are two different sorrows that I really want you guys to assess and listening to anything like that is a very clear way because I have to give tips here and there. That is a very clear way to understand when it's the voice of God versus the enemy. Yeah. Everybody always asks that. How do I know if that's God convicting me and now I feel all bad? So I don't know if it's God or it's the devil. Godly sorrow. I'm going to read it again. Godly sorrow. It is. There is a sadness. So if. Like, you know, godly sorrow brings repentance. So it makes you turn away from your ways and it leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. I want to see if I can read another um, translation. (sighs) Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Amplified version for godly sorrow that is in accord with the will of God produces repentance without regret leading to salvation. 
But worldly sorrow, the hopeless sorrow for those who do not believe, produces death. So those are those are the two different things. So when you're feeling conviction, um, first of all, God chastises those he loves. He corrects those that he loves. That's the first yes. thing. So that aftermath, that is a those are two very, very and that was let me just read it. Let me not read it again, but just tell you what the scripture is. Second Corinthians seven and ten. In case anybody wants to be able to assess, like, this is, this, what I'm feeling is not from the Lord. And I need to pray versus this is from God. And I'm not doing that again. I got to get myself together and I'm, I'm good. I'm about to, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. So that was just something that I had to mention. Say it again. Yes. I'm glad you said that, sis. I pulled it up in the message. Can I read the message? Yes, please. Because that, every one of these are hitting. I'm literally sitting here like, like the mind blowing emoji, like. But uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 7 uh, and 10 in the message version says, distress that drives us to God does that. It turns us around. It gets us back in the way of salvation. We never regret that kind of pain. But those who let distress drive them away from God are full of regrets and end up on a deathbed of regret. Hey. And I think that that's how we can separate the godly sorrow from the ungodly. Like God is like, it almost like he gives you a choice of like, in that moment, I was like, okay, am I going to do this when I know I just did this? Or am I going to turn this way when God is saying? So it's almost like a redemptive type type of thing of like, okay, let's correct this so we can get this together. You get what I mean? It's, it's, not, uh, it's not crucifying you versus when you're ending up on a deathbed of regrets i think of people who you know spent their whole lives hearing that voice of god but turning the other way and getting the fruit of that yeah you get what i mean so it's just so beautiful how he does that and i guess i can even relate this to like my nephew he was like not doing so well the other day and i go and i pick him up and his teacher tells me like hey you know we had a little issue today. And instead of me jumping at my nephew, you know, and asking him, Hey, what, what, what happened, nephew, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of me going on and, and jumping at him and making him feel bad, it was okay. We just had a bad day today. I call him Papa. I'm like, Papa, we had a bad day today. We're going to learn from this. There's still consequences. You can't get your tablet. We can't, we're, we're not playing right now, but tomorrow is going to be a better day and you're going to go in and you're going to have a better attitude about it. You get what I mean? So just because God, you know, corrects us, it sometimes it, it leads with a consequence. Yes. But it's never a uh, stay there and hone on it. It's always let's, let's redeem and let's come back tomorrow and let's get it together. And Amen. I think that that's what separates the godly uh, conviction versus just the deathbed of regrets that is like, man, I'm feeling bad. I'm just, I'm not going to do nothing uh, else that's right because I already made this mistake. Like you see how like people, and I I hate to say it like this, but people make one mistake or they make a a tragic mistake. And instead of getting it together, they turn and they just go a totally different opposite way. Instead of really getting with God. And that's why Amber, how you said, going back to God, even just as a child and being like, okay, God, what do I do? Because yeah. then you end up with that deathbed of regrets that nobody wants. Yeah. It just, oh God, this is just so powerful. Yeah. And I just love how God corrects us, but it all just comes back to staying committed. Are we willing to go the long way? 
Are we going to shortcut? Are we going to try to shortchange? Like, and God is not going to let us do that. And if we do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we went on that path and we're going to probably end off there. We have some hope tips. We have some tips for you guys um, because I want you guys to kind of, I want you to, I want like the goal here is for you to understand and I got to go back and listen to this for myself. But the goal here is for you to understand what lack of commitment, like what it displays, what it is, like what it does um, and what it really is. Just unveil and uncover the enemy. Um, And next time we're going to give you guys some tips. So if you kind of felt like you were in here, if you've ever cheated or feel like you have an issue cheating, um, if you've ever maybe talked to two people at the same time, leading them on, don't know what the freak is going on. Um or just quick to get out of something or quick to jump into something and wonder because like wonder if they're the one and you know say a lot of maybe negative things in the air because you don't really know because of your lack of commitment like you ready to skate when you jumped in already basically like you just like I'm just waiting not like your heart is low-key just kind of waiting for like not it's just waiting for the next thing to happen. It's not like you anticipating it, but it's like, yeah, yeah I saw that coming. Well, yeah, why? Um, so we're going to give you guys some tips next time um, because I really, 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 un- I really do believe that the Lord put us here to show the love of Christ. And I'm glad that we ended off with that, the um, conviction and godly sorrow versus worldly sorrow because I don't want anybody to leave here. Do not feel condemned. You are a child of God, no matter yeah. what you did. Um, just know that you are a child of God and you're literally, everything's going to be fine. Just trust that God is going to, the perfect work that he started in you, he's going to see that thing to completion. Why? Just because he's God. That's just literally it. But our biggest yeah. thing is to show the love of Christ in Colossians 3 and 23. It says, whatever you do, um, work hard heartedly as the Lord and not unto men. And so when we're dating, um, we're dating unto the Lord, not unto man. Um, when we're having friendships, like we're loving them because we know that God tells us like, I'm supposed to love this person. Mm-hmm. Not unto, not even because of them or what we're going to get back or what they're going to do or whatever. But yeah. because God says, whatever you do, like literally work at it like you're working at it for the Lord. Um, yes. And commitment involves working at things and it really breeds commitment to some things will really breed it'll put you in a place where your faith is tested and your perseverance is tested and it will birth patience which is a fruit of the spirit and as we talked about earlier that's the first thing love is patient and so it gets you on that love journey it's a journey it's a journey i'm dancing right now because it really is there's a reason for everything. Yes. There's really a reason for everything. And a lot of the answers to a lot of stuff is truly in the word. So I hope you yes. wrote, you guys wrote down them scriptures for real, for real. The next time, my God, me and Tati are going to come back. And I think we have one more point we didn't hit on. We're going to come back and hit on that last point, but kind of give you guys some hope tips because we got a lot. Yes. We had, this episode was meaty. Like, this is a meat yes. episode. There's no way we could have did it literally and just. I mean, if y'all want to listen to a two-hour podcast, Tati's like one of my closest friends, so we could talk. At this, yeah. uh, just just being quite honest yeah. with y'all. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna do a second um, episode, and in that episode, we're gonna give you guys the last thing, and then we're gonna give you a whole bunch of tips if this is an area that you are struggling in um, yeah. currently, 
area that you were struggling in, an area you don't know, um, these tips are going to help regardless of whether you have a commitment issue. But we're talking to those who have a commitment issue, don't know if they have one, kind of think they have one, or felt like they fit into any one of these categories um, relationally, in your work life, education, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do you have any parting words before we close? Just be encouraged. Be encouraged. Like, I know this is a heavy episode. And like I said, God, this was just today. Like, be encouraged that God loves you enough that he wants you to do better. He wants you to get to that level that you want to see yourself at, that we all want to see you at. You get what I mean? Like, sometimes we think that what we're going through is just for us, but it's for somebody else watching as well. So be encouraged. Don't allow this condemnation. Like the word says, there's no condemnation in Christ. So when he's showing you things, literally just say, thank you. Like, I can't think of that scripture Amen. right Amen counted joy when you're going through trials because God is literally perfecting something in you. Hey. But we we can't get discouraged and get beat up and and get on that deathbed of sorrow like the word says. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. God wants the best for you and we want to see that testimony too, okay? We Amen. want to hear about it. We want to know how God is doing great things, but it's not always a uh, ice cream and in rainbows. You get what I mean? Sometimes stuff gets real, but God is comforting us through that. You get what I mean? Amen. So it's I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to hear the testimony and I'm excited to even share our new testimonies. You get what I mean? But that's what it's about. But the devil is raggedy and he go he's literally gonna try to trip you up in this stage because he just did it to me today. So y'all, y'all know y'all already know him. Like we're not worried. <laughs> Amen. Uh just this imagine the devil saying, This is how you could translate your thoughts. Imagine the devil saying, Here, this bed that's on the floor. Um, no sheets. Actually, it's a half bed. There's bed bugs in it. That um, there's roaches around it. It's the bed of sorrow. <laughs> just go ahead and just lay on it and sleep in it. You would be like, you got to be kidding me. Like you got to be. Matter of fact, after you lay on it, I'm gonna slip the bed from under you, and you're gonna be sleeping on the cold floor with the floor of sorrow. That's literally, that's the way I see it. Like, you would not choose that any other time. So anytime the enemy tries to get you there, like, I'm not laying in that bed. You lay in that bed. You're the rejected yeah. one. You can Period. never have the opportunity to do that. You don't even get a, you don't stand a chance. Because he could never. The hey. devil could never, okay? And that's the way we have to talk to him. Like, that's just the way, look. Yeah. We just have yeah. to do it like that. No, you got to be disrespectful with him because he'd be like, coming at you you get what i mean like no, yeah you the rejected one okay like <laughs> let's get this straight okay Amen. i still got my relationship with god you sitting up here hating okay Mercy. go back to see not the rock star tati look if i had a drink where my drink at here, let's cheers to that cheers, okay amen I love yes. you guys. I love, 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 love you guys. But God loves you so much more. We love you guys, but God loves you so much more. So come back for the next episode. Get these tips. Um, and in the meantime, write down your own tips. Um, shoot us a DM. Shoot Tati a DM. I'll put her name in the description, her Instagram name. Shoot me a DM if you, you know, feel led. 
um, with some tips or if you guys have questions, anything you want to share, anything like that, please feel free to reach out to either one of us. We have a transparent, awesome, amazing group by God's grace. Like, my God, he really did a number putting these women of God and Mr. Osaje, all of us just together. And I just love each and every one of them. And they love you guys already as well. So we're going to close out this episode because it's time to go. Yes. Okay. Okay. We love you guys. Love you.